Thank you for checking out this episode of the Around the World podcast from Scout My Game. In this episode, Utah Royals player Samantha Johnson interviews her soccer agent, Maggie and Tim. Today's topic, agent perspective, good and bad. Hello, everybody. My name is Samantha Johnson. I am here with my very own agent, Maggie. Now, Mags, properly introduce yourself and give like everyone some context as to like how you got to be an agent, who you worked with, not who, but like who have you worked with for in terms of like, I know you worked with um, the bigger corporate people in the past and how that's kind of led you into soccer and boom, boom, boom. So go ahead, girl. <laughs> yeah, so hello everyone. Thank you, Sam, for this. I'm truly honored. I'm Maggie and Tim. Um, like Sam said, I'm an agent, um, CEO, founder of Trinity 3 Agency. I'm a brand partnership, sponsorship marketer, um, been about 10 years in marketing um, coming from the music business. I've worked for organizations like Universal Music Group, specifically Def Jam, Republic Records, worked with all your big favorite artists from Nas, Justin Bieber, The Weeknd, Drake, Nicki, um, you name it. Um, name it. From there. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you got to do that now. Sometimes you got to so let them know. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, so from there and went to places like MTV and worked there and <clears throat> worked with guys like 50 Cent for a couple of years with his organization. And then Madison Square Garden, New York Knicks, um, U.S. Tennis Association, the U.S. Open, um, worked for brands like Coca-Cola. So mm-hmm. got to manage accounts like FIFA, MLS, MLB, NCAA, the March Madness. Um, BET Awards, Essence Fest, oh, so many things. Um, OVO festivals, so many, so many things. Um, but I think my biggest accomplishment is, you know, being able to build a Trinity Three agency. That's that's the biggest thing for me. Um, and then of course becoming an agent and being able to obviously sign players like Sam who really you know take the time to believe in me that means a lot to me um so yeah that's me in a nutshell awesome girlfriend awesome so what has been kind of you think your biggest challenge to getting into the agency side of things biggest challenge is there's no blueprint on how to become an agent and especially in a place in america where the sport of soccer is still growing um, but it has made it strides and it, it is, you know, successful, but it's still growing. And so being not just a female, but being an African-American woman, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. that, that's twofold. So right. it's a challenge in itself. And then when you, it's hard to be what you can't see. So I didn't see, I never came across an African-American female soccer agent. Right, right. Not in the USA. Yeah. I think once I became an agent, I've come across maybe two African-American female football agents in Europe and that's mainly like England right and even then they're more like a match agent not necessarily an actual football agent so that was a challenge and then you're here in the U.S. and you're like okay there's no blueprint there's no map so I don't even know where to start right you know so it's like you got to put yourself out there and you're constantly going to get knocked down but for me, I'm a person who has dealt with so much rejection and adversity in life that it was like, listen, yeah, this this just one of them things that we're gonna just get fight past it, and here I am. 
100%, 100%. Do you or have you sought out your potential clients? Have people been finding you since you've come over to the dark side? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, well, obviously, like, in anything that I've done in my profession, mm-hmm. what's, what's so crazy is that I've been truly blessed. Yeah. Truly blessed because everything I've done when it came down to getting clients, I've always had referrals. Yeah. So I never really had to pitch. And it's like the first time that I really have to go out there and like pitch a right. client. Right. Um, so my first two clients, um, as far as full service clients, I'll say on, on yeah. the field and off the field, right. both were like referrals, right? So obviously you being my first, you know, yeah. woman footballer. And that came how that came through the right. mutual uh, relationship. And yeah. then my first client, uh, Hugh Roberts, who I signed, same thing. Um, and then even prior to that, working with guys like Kylian Mbappe, mm-hmm. Jaden Sancho, it was knowing like their agents or people that were connected to them and doing right. previous work right. that, oh, okay. You kind of already know the person's work ethic. So yeah. it was easier. Yeah. After that, I did have to start putting the game plan together to say, okay, you know what? There are certain players that I would love to sign. Yeah. Um, and most of them, even then, I've been lucky to have great support systems within the space that yeah. it was like, hey, Maggie, I got such and such reaching out to you <laughs> or such and such is looking for an agent. Can you talk to them? But yeah. see, the thing is, I'm not like most agents. Right. So when you come to me and say, I'm looking for an agent, we're going to have several conversations. How long did it take before you and I even, right? Yes. Like, no, like yes. sign. It's, it, because it's important to build on both sides. Right. Because even though that player's looking for representation, yeah. I, may, I may not fit what they're looking for. Yeah. And they may not fit my needs, right? Because it's, for me, it's not just about saying, I'm just going to get you a playing contract. See, it's bigger than that when you sign with my agency. Right. There's the charity component. If you're not a person who's interested in working in the community and giving back, we don't mix. Right. That's it's not going to work that's. because that's dear to me. I come from the inner city. I come from South Jamaica, Queens. Like yes. if you look in my neighborhood, <laughs> nobody plays soccer here. Right. 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 And many of the people that do make it out, they know how important it is to come back and give back to the community. So for me, that's, that's key. That's big. Mm-hmm. And then also too, it's, it's just your life goals. Like, what are your goals? What do you want to do? Because it's bigger than just playing soccer. Yeah. It's bigger than that. And it should always be. And yeah. if you don't have a plan, I'm not going to say, okay, I won't sign because you don't have a plan. But if your goal is just to say, well, I'm going to play for a couple of years and that's it. Once again, doesn't work for me. Right. Because right. it's bigger than that. Yeah. And, and there's plenty of agencies that you can go to that that's, that's how they operate. Yeah. Not me. Yeah. Not me. Yeah. So, so there's a huge process in place. Um, when I'm looking for players, you know, there's, there's goals, there's visions, there's dedication. Mm-hmm. You got to be committed because I'm committed. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, I work for the player. Correct. So, so at the end of the day, if, if you don't have anything and you don't eat, I don't eat. Simple. I don't eat. Simple. Right. And you, but, but, but also too, all of this mm-hmm. information that you're saying, you say this to the parents and to the player themselves. Oh, right? everybody, everybody. Yeah. I tell the parents, I tell the players, look, I'm going to be as transparent as it is. If you want right. me to be that agent that tells you, oh yeah, you, you're, you're playing on this level and you're going to go to MLS. Knowing damn well, you haven't even scored a goal in maybe two seasons that you've been with that club. Right. 
Right. Because that does nobody a service. You know what I mean? You it doesn't. Blowing it doesn't. Up or misleading or doing anything. Yeah. That doesn't. Yeah. Each side can't benefit from that. So you exactly being transparent for sure. Right. Exactly. And 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 another big thing, too, like even from the financial side. Right. So a lot of times people have the stigmas of agents that, oh, OK, they're just going to they're just all about the money and all of this. Like I've come across some agents where. They'll charge you to sign with them. Oh. Oh, so what's your take on that? Come on now, because that don't sound right from a player's perspective. And it shouldn't sound right from a parent's perspective, because I know even on the men's side, more often than not, there's kids really becoming pros because of their pathways different than the girls' side in soccer. Obviously, yep. there's 16, yep. 17, 18-year-olds in the MLS and whatever. And I'm not even talking about men. I'm talking about women. Yeah, I'm talking right? about women are signing to agencies right now where you you're paying a fee the fee could be anywhere from 250 to 500 wow. that's just to sign so that's not even saying that it's a guarantee that that agent is going to get you a club right and then if you want to leave before the contract expires you're going to have to pay that same fee right, right. so you so you got that going on right. and you also have it where okay they charge a fee they get you your your contract with a club but guess what in your contract, sometimes, depending on the agent, they may charge 10% standard, may charge 7%. What many parents and players have to be aware of. Is, that upfront you know, fee, you know? Yeah, that upfront fee, the exit fee. Sometimes even they'll get you your playing contract, tell you we're charging you 10% for the first year and hit you with a, oh, 12 to 13% the second year, or 5% the first year, 7% the second year. Mm -hmm. So those are things to pay attention, pay attention to those things. Right. Um, because also too, what is happening is some agents are also making deals with the clubs. Mm. Um, and so what many people should know is that it's hard to explain the business model of the NWSL and as far as them working with agents, um, right. but it's all screwed up. Yeah. Um, a lot of times it's, you know, the, the payment should come from the player yes. um, because the league itself doesn't necessarily pay the clubs. Yes. Okay. And then with the same thing, like in Europe, it's kind of like, it's almost similar. Mm -hmm. um, and if it's not that way, let's say where the league will pay the agent, then the fee that the agent charges you as the player should then come from the club. The club will take care of it. I see. I see. Which to me, if it if it goes in that model, that's that could be a little bit more better mm -hmm. because then the player doesn't have to worry about losing money. Right. Or or like if they don't get money, at least the player, the agent will still get paid at some point from the club. Right. right. Um and honestly just looking for agents that um so I'll say this <clears throat> parents, players if, you, if you're minors, make a list of what you want in an agent. Have your top five goals. Right. right. And when you start, and talk to several agents so you can get a grasp of one from like a big company versus one from like a boutique. Mm -hmm. And also so you can see if they meet your goals. If they don't meet your goals, if you got five goals and, and you can't check off any of them for that agent, you shouldn't sign with it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. You shouldn't. Right. Because those five goals are your your goals. Those yeah. are things that you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. And if they can't meet that, then that means they're probably not authentic. Yep. They're probably not a person of moral and value. Right. 
because if you can't say okay I can check that off you know so um look for those things look for agents that they communicate yeah and when I say communicate I'm not talking about oh it's getting close to renewal time or it's (laughs) it's, or or it's or it's close to finding you something so I gotta talk to you I'm talking about when the season is going you know, is that an agent that is possibly at some of your games? You can't make it to all the games, but right. did they come out to the game? Did they watch the game? You right. know, um, I do my best to try to watch every single game of my player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not to be mean, but it's like, oh, you were terrible in that game. I don't know what was going on, but you have to get it together for the next one, you know? <laughs> And, and it's not, no, but, but my players, they appreciate it because they're like, damn, you know, I speak to you more often than I've ever spoken to any other, you know, agent because it's like family. It's like family. So, um, so it's, it's those things, just looking for a person that's of integrity. They're fully transparent because that is, that is number one, what you don't want, what you don't want is an agent to tell you one thing and they're talking to a club and saying another. Right. And you also want an agent that's going to advocate for you. Right. right. And when I say advocate, I mean an agent that has an idea of your playing style. Because there's no way that they can represent you and not know your playing style, not 100%. know what you're about. I don't even know how you know? fake that, to be honest. And some of them are good at it. But they, you know what hmm. I mean? Like, they have like, how are you going to sell, you know, your product, if you will, or back your player if you don't understand what their strengths and weaknesses are, you know? That's sales one-on-one, you got to know your product. Right. You got to know your product. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the key things to look out for hmm. with an agent. 100%. And then also to an agent that understands contracts. They understand contracts. They understand. Yes. You're not going to always find an agent that's going to understand the marketing side, which is okay. Right. But, and then if that's the case, then either see within the organization, maybe the marketing person. Yeah. Can you work with that person? Or is it just one of those situations where that agent just negotiates your contracts and that's it? And if that is the case, then that means you'll have to go and get your own marketing person. Okay. But because most agencies will tell you they do the full service, they really don't. <laughs> <laughs> they really don't that that's why they that's why some of them was trying to threaten me because uh, listen that practice what i preach hmm. okay but i tell okay. you what the services are when you start asking me about certain services i i, I know nothing of that right. but that doesn't mean that someone within my network doesn't know that true true we but could we could make the phone so call to find out you're honest so about what you can personally deliver yeah. versus what you might have to go outside and get Exactly. Right. What exactly. Is probably um, players, parents, anyone, what do you think are the, maybe like the top few questions or things they should be asking? Because obviously they're going to take in a lot of information when they're trying to find an agent, but when they're sitting in front of somebody, what type of questions do you think would be like the best to ask straightforward? Um, so a lot of times people ask about like relationships, like, oh, what kind of relationships do you have? Right. Which is all, it's all well and dandy because anybody can say anything. It's really about the action, right? It's about the execution. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things is um, contracts that they've negotiated. That's important. Okay. Um, and when I say contracts that they've negotiated, so like if we're talking the women's side and we're talking about like NWSL, there's different types. There's the standard rookie contracts. There's like World Cup replacement contracts. There's semi-guaranteed contracts. There's all of those things. If it's an agent who doesn't know, <clears throat> they can kind of, they can try to fake it, but then when it comes down to it, you may be signing something that's that's not good. 
Right. So it's important to understand the type of contracts. Um, also to an agent that is aware of the, the fees and, and like what they can negotiate, okay. you know, because no one just wants to take a standard contract and just say, okay, this is good. Cause even the standard contract always has at least one or two red flags in it where you want to, yep. you know, really change that. So, um, I would say the contract negotiations, um, the type of ask the agent for a report. Mm. And when I say report, meaning, okay, if you're new and you know, okay, I, I didn't finish college, but I want to go to the NWSL. Mm -hmm. There's about what, nine, 10 teams now or 10, 11 teams now. Ask for a report. I want to play for certain teams, but, um, I'm open and willing to try out for all of these. So ask them for a report. Have, have you reached out to these teams or at least can you give me something concrete? Like who did you speak to, right. you know, or did, did you speak to the coach? Did you speak to a scout? What was the feedback? All of that is, should be a part of the report. Hmm. The agent shouldn't just come and say, oh, I got this offer for you here. Right. Okay. What, do, what, does, what does that offer entail? Right. Right. Is it a short-term contract? Is it a long-term contract? Is it is it possibly just playing for a challenge cup? What is it? Mm-hmm. What does that entail? Or, okay, I went and did um, an invitational tryout. Yeah. What was the feedback? Because I got one thing, but what did that coach tell you? Right. Or what was the feedback? So it's really getting that report. That's so important because honestly, that helps you as a player grow. I see. It helps you as a player grow so that you know what you need to do to further develop gotcha. and sometimes they may the coaches or whomever may not give the feedback and say oh the player was this because the player may be great they may just say honestly financially we can't afford it we can't afford it got it hmm interesting there's so much that goes into this like you know what I mean just as a player like obviously I'm older so I don't need my parents but it's like parents even players, sometimes we don't have a clue. Imagine parents, you know what I mean? They really don't have a clue unless they were athletes themselves, which often not the parents aren't, you know what I mean? Especially in soccer. It's crazy that you just- Another red flag of that is an agent who doesn't want to speak to the parent. Mm, good to know. Good to know. If if your child is in communication with an agent yep. and that agent, to me, if I'm speaking to a, a minor, yeah. My first question is, I would like to speak to your parents. Yeah, surely. Should be, right? It's my first question. Right. Even sometimes young adults, 18, right. 19, 20, 21. Because to me, it's like, this is family. Mm-hmm. So right. I, I like to get to know family because at the end of the day, it's not just the player. Yeah. Because there's so many things to consider. Like, suppose you have to move that player from one city to the next, to, to another state. They've mm-hmm. never even been to. Right. And suppose they support their family. Right. So you have to consider all of those things mm-hmm. to where, okay, if you're moving that player, that means you're moving the mom, you're moving grandma, you're yeah. moving the two sisters, the two brothers, you're moving the dog, you're moving yeah. the cat. So you have to consider all of those things. Really? Because now if I'm moving you from mm, Wisconsin to like, I don't know, Houston. Yeah. Total different city. Very much. Total different state, total different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That can be very overwhelming and stressing because 
your mom may not even know anything about Texas, probably never stepped foot there, never stepped foot in Houston. They wouldn't know where to live. You have to consider like where the mom works or is it okay if the mom says, okay, you know what? I trust that my daughter will be safe in this city. Mm. I'm not going to go, but maybe the grandmother will go. Mm. Maybe the cousin will go, you know? So it's, it's all of those things that you have to consider. Right. Sometimes people think being an Asian is fun. It ain't glamorous. <laughs> It has its moments, but I honestly, it's a 24 7 job. I believe when people, it. When, well, you people, and I when people ask me, <laughs> and you see, I'm up. Right. Oh, the, only up. Time, the only you're time building. there's a you're pause, the only yeah. time there's a pause is if I'm sleeping, and even then, that's a couple of hours. Right. Or it's because I'm extremely busy, but I always try to do my best to get back to you. Yeah, because you do. That, that's a, that's so important. Good. Yeah. Like, that's important, right? So it's like, it's it's a lot. Yeah. It's a no, lot. But agree. at the same time, I feel like for parents especially, so important. And and don't and parents don't ever feel like if that agent is not answering your questions, that could also be a red flag too, that you don't you you wouldn't want your child to be represented. For me, I, I like to work with the parents. Right. Right. I just I just ask that, that the parent let, lets me do my job. Yes, exactly. But you're, and I don't mind you're working hand in hand with them. Mm-hmm. In the process, it's important. But at the same time, yeah. there's healthy boundaries where you need to be able to do your job. They need to be able to yeah. support the, you know, their son, daughter, or whatever. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Because that's their child's livelihood. That's their child's yeah. livelihood. That's their right. child. Like, I know what that's like. I don't have any kids, but I know I have tons of family members. So I know what that's like if I'm trusting someone to come in and work with my child. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to know everything correct facts you know yeah um and also too for the parents like you know sometimes they think things will happen overnight and that's not true it's a process it's a long it is a process. process i don't care what i don't care what the biggest agent tell you it's a process right nothing right. happens overnight 100%. it's not gonna happen overnight 100 percent. okay so you've given out probably some very, very valuable information. These parents, these kids, support system, whoever people are being supported by, they need to know this. They need to know the real, you know what I mean? Because this is their life. So thank you so much for offering this. I might even have you back on because I feel like we can touch on some very specific topics when it comes to you asked you being an agent, but you guiding young players too. You know what I'm saying? And even we should talk about on the back end when people try to transition out of their sport. You know what I mean? Like it's Absolutely. why do you have to fire your agent or get rid of your agent? You know what I mean? That's now no. the whole business transaction that we're just working in a different way. You know what I and mean? Let me tell There's you something. To talk about there. Exactly. And that's one of the goals, at least for me in soccer is like, okay, if that player is considering retirement, like you said, it's not, oh, we stopped working together. Right. Cause like I said, I'm more than an agent. Right. Exactly. My company also does management. So we can, now we just transition from handling on the field stuff to strictly off the field. Yeah. And we leverage and all the, the on field stuff, exactly. off the field stuff after. Exactly. Under- exactly. Because there's so many things. If there's foundations that were created, we yeah. still have to manage that. If there's public speaking opportunities, we still have to manage all of those things. Yep. If you have any tangible items, whether it's a book that's out, are you going to do a part two? Are yep. you, you know, do you have any type of like media companies or something? Like it's all of those things. Yes. So 
that's why it is important to still have that. And it's like, okay, this person's going to know you best because they represented you on the field right. rather than you have to go deal with a whole complete new stranger. You got to get to know them. Right. They have to get to know you. You don't know whether they even understand. They may not even understand the sport that you're in. They exactly. may understand business, but they don't understand the sport. Exactly. And that could be a problem too. So it's, it's a lot that goes into it. I believe it, girl. Well, I appreciate you. We're family. You, my girl. Yep. We're going to do big things together. So people yep. stay tuned for us. But Maggie, tell people where they can find you um, so they can connect with you. Absolutely. Um, two places you can find me. You can either catch me on Twitter. That's um, Agent Maggie and Tim. And if not, Instagram, um, Maggie.intim. And also the company, you can find Trinity 3 Agency on both Twitter and um instagram as well as facebook too um so yeah i mean that's where you can find us i love it i love it we're on to some big and bad things i I can't wait obviously i know you can't wait and then i'm definitely just excited to work with you because even on the back end and stuff that doesn't really indirectly influence by soccer football whatever like I feel like we can really help the next generation of players. You know, Listen, so that's really absolutely. That's why I people. That is that is like yes, yes, people. That's yes. number one. Um, yes. I think that was one of the reasons that we connected. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was almost like you feel like you know the person for like twenty years, right? right. Because you share a lot of the same goals, and I think because because we come from like similar backgrounds, and so you know you just see things and you're like, wow, there's just so much, but. Like you said, like the community, these young, these young women out here, these young ladies, these young girls, you know, we, it's up to us to really do it because, you know, the same, like you can't be something that you can't see. And uh, some of these young girls, they don't even know that we exist. Right. Right. They don't know. They don't know that, oh, I can be an agent. They don't know that they could be a player and be a business mogul. Exactly. At the same time. And so you're showing them the way, like how to do this. Right. And I think that's, it's, it's important. So with the platforms that you're building with this podcast, everything, I mean, you know me, I'm always going to support hands down. So much appreciated, my dear. Well, you have a great night and thank you. Thank you so much. Of course. Once again, we'd like to thank you for checking out the Around the World podcast. This episode was hosted by Samantha Johnson. And a special thank you to our guests, Maggie and Tim of Trinity 3 Agency. You can visit her on her website at trinity3agency.com. You can also find her on social media at Trinity 3 Agency. Also a reminder to check out scoutmygame.org and follow us on social media at scoutmygame. This episode was edited and produced by Adam Dell. 